1: your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown.
2: Welcome. You're listening to the best of investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf and Nam Phan, of uh, both of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate. Give away during this show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is random trivia. Today, we do have a special guest. Bruce Ford, who's been with us before. He's an appraiser. Uh, the next segment, he's going to give us uh, the 15 minutes of fame for real estate. It ought to be very interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun. But today's going to be a busy show. Nam, you're going to give us an update of the one year after the fires. But we want to start off right with Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money.
3: Hey, everyone, I want to give you a little bit of an update at uh, what we're doing at Pacific Private Money. Uh, we are, as uh, most of you uh, repeat listeners would know, our fans out there, we are an alternative real estate finance provider located right here in the Bay Area. Our headquarters are in North Marin and downtown Novato, the financial district of Novato, occupying the old former bank building. Former Sonoma National Bank is now Pacific Private Money, and we're really busy this year. We're, uh, we're making lots of loans. to people who are trying to purchase homes that uh, they can't get bank financing quickly enough or something fell through. But as we'll be talking about a little bit more later, we're also starting to see a lot of loan requests to help rebuild homes and neighborhoods lost in the fires a year ago. And so stay tuned for a little bit more information on that. The Pacific Private Money Fund, you've heard us talking about that uh, over the last several years. Uh, In fact, we launched it five years ago, a little, little more than five years ago, and in those five Five years, we've pretty much provided a rock solid return that varies. Uh very little bit, uh, very little yeah. variation in the yields that uh, the fund has paid out. If you if uh, you had been in the fund since the, its inception, you would have enjoyed uh, an average payout of about 8%. It was a little bit slightly above 8% uh, uh, in uh, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. It's dropped a little bit just uh, below 8%. We're paying in the high sevens right now. And uh, uh, you know, in comparison to other um, real estate mortgage uh, pool funds in California, we're actually... Paying a little bit more than most, and that's because we're trying not to be the low price leader and undercutting the marketplace. And, and uh, uh, as there are certain areas of private lending, that's uh, where rates have been going down. We're we're trying not to price compete, but just to to work with our repeat clients and uh, and and do good loans and provide a, a good uh, uh, yield with safety and security features to our
2: investors. You know, I've I've noticed uh, I'm on the email list for uh, a lot of these newsletters, and right. there are a couple of companies that that. that are, I'd say, somewhat in considered competition. Yeah. But their yields have dropped substantially. And now they're just hovering barely above 7%. Well, -hmm.
3: and it's funny because if if any of you out there have invested in, you know, individual trust deeds, individual notes, that's been something that's been actually, you know, uh, quite common for over the last 50 years. Common, but not popular. It's more popular today than it was a few years back. More and more people are learning about uh, investing in individual notes. But uh, we've got some investors who, you know, pine for the days when they usually get 10%, 11 12% uh, investments in their notes. And those same investors now, um, you know, oftentimes are looking at, uh, you know, 8 85 maybe 9% on an individual note. Funds pay a little bit less, but uh, you have uh, other features where you can invest what you want to invest, you can invest more, your money's working for you twelve months out of the year if you decide to stay invested, so um, you should probably investigate both. Uh, we work with both note investors at Pacific Private Money. You can invest in an individual note, either a whole uh, invest in the whole note or, or fractional participate in a fractional note uh, or if you're just you know don 't want to compete with uh, those people who are actually quite quick at making up their money uh, making up their mind yeah. and snapping up those uh, best individual notes. We put probably the best notes we see we put into our fund, and so if you're a fund investor, which is a more passive investment, but again it has those uh, benefits of being able to add to your investment anytime you want. And uh, and f- in fact, uh, because our fund is comprised of mostly short-term notes, uh, it's a fairly liquid fund. And so if you need your money, uh, we've been very successful at uh, at redeeming uh, people's investments either in whole or partially. You know, usually within a few weeks uh, of their needing it. Yeah, and I think one of the best things I like about the fund- is the fact that it's backed
2: by the mortgages themselves. So you, uh, the fund actually has recorded deeds of trust. Mm-hmm. You know, similar to like a mutual fund where, uh, you know, uh, let's say a Vanguard owns specific stocks and bonds. It's in their name. It's very similar to this where you would own shares in the fund and the fund
3: actually has recorded deeds of trust. Absolutely. So invest, we, we've, uh, Edward and I have coined a term years ago. We call it mortgage investing. Even though in California they're not actually mortgages their deeds of trust, but I like the term mortgage investing, and that includes both uh, investing in a mortgage pool fund or investing in individual notes, and at Pacific Private Money, we do both, so for more information, check us out on our website. It's PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's Pacific private or give us a call 883 2150 stay tuned we've got a lot of great information in store for you today on the best of investing all right and here we're
2: going to cut to our first commercial break and again uh, for our guest bruce who hasn't chimed in yet uh, if you know the answer wait till we get back from uh, break all right what state saw the first start of the american revolution all right, what state? You have a choice of 50 of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> what states? What state But were there 50 the... states? No, <laughs> no. back then. <laughs> yeah, that's sure, there was only 13, right? Mm-hmm. All right, call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with correct answer and you win that tanning certificate. What state saw the start of the American Revolution? Don't touch the tile. The best of investing, we we'll be right back.
1: For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now back to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown on AM 1220 KDOW.
2: Welcome back to the best of investing, Edward Brown here along with Mark Homp and Nam Thon of Pacific Private Money. Question number one: What state saw the start of the American
3: Revolution? Mark, I'm just going to say Delaware because I like that name. No. I- Virginia. No.
4: Massachusetts. Yes. <laughs> remember the... Uh, Bruce, remember, you said you
3: were good
2: at trivia. Do so. yeah. you, you remember the North uh, Church where yes. there's one of my yeah. land two of well, by and all that yeah. I don't remember
3: stuff. that stuff. Yeah. I'm horrible yeah. at history.
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. The next two are history. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. All right. So we hey, want to make a mention here for the Hornblower Yachts. You know what? Thanksgiving's coming up. They have That's a true. fantastic uh, cruise out on the bay. Thanksgiving cruise? Uh, a, spe- a special thanksgiving sure. cruise i don 't know if it 's actually on Thanksgiving or right around Thanksgiving, but check them out at hornblower dot com um, mark why don 't you introduce our our guest
3: so um, we 've got Bruce here who is a an appraiser, right? You've been on our yeah. show before. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I, I worked, think you were you were on that, that one. Yeah, yeah you on worked on that place. one. So why did you uh, why don't you ask me to introduce him? You, introduce <laughs> you? you know him better than I do, You're silly. I wanted to put you on the spot. Yeah, well, you, you certainly do good job. Job because I don't even have his last name here. <laughs> Ford. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Can't make me look bad, dude. <laughs> so Bruce was on our show um, a couple times before. Yeah, I I'll was uh, back in outlook.
4: July, yeah. and I was here, yeah. and I had such a good time. I had to come back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so you couldn't keep me away. <laughs> so the the issue was that at that time the fires yeah. only had been happening like seven months before, mm-hmm. and so the the market was still kind of in flux. Yes, and especially uh, Edward was you were very curious about the cost to rebuild, yeah. what was mm-hmm. going on, how much material were rising and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So it's there now we've passed a one-year anniversary. Uh, We've got a lot of uh, activity in the market. That's good. Um, And if you can ask me specific areas you want to know, I can actually fill in the blanks. By the way, for your audience, I'm a California certified appraiser for residential. What that means is I can do any value property for any residential in the state. And I also am FHA and VA approved. So um, I grew up in Marin, so I know this area very, very well. And I'm in Sonoma right now, and I actually worked for a bank and covered Napa. So that's the three areas I uh, live in and enjoy.
3: And I know, Bruce, that you were going to give us like a little bit of history in, in 15 minutes. We teased the audience with that. But uh, since you said you're, you're very familiar with uh, the neighborhoods and specific areas of fire uh, where the fires ravaged through a year ago, we've actually seen several uh, loan requests just in the last few weeks from contractors who were going into contract with uh, lots in the Fountain Grove area. And the reason that I think we're starting to see them today versus you know several months ago, and why has it taken a year, is that many of the families that decided not to rebuild and put their their uh, burned-out lots on the market were asking for... Uh, Quite high prices back then. I mean, the market didn't really know, I guess, where no. the pricing were, and there were lots that started out at seven, eight hundred thousand dollars, and I don't think any of them sold at that price. And we're seeing contractors coming up to us, uh, coming to us now with lots in contract in more in the three hundred thousand dollar range, uh, and they're pretty excited about their their you know the opportunity for them to to rebuild new homes and 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 sell them on the open market. Um, what are you seeing uh, in, in the Fountain Grove area. Are you seeing a lot of activity yourself there?
4: A lot of activity. Um, the bulk of it was actually, you know, in the summer, spring and summer, and it's level off. Uh, when I was with you last time, the average lot in Fountain Grove was 295,000, mm-hmm. gentlemen. Mm. So we're doing trivia. What do you think the average lot is today? 295,000. That's correct. <laughs> 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 the fans go wild.
3: And I should, You've for the audience, lot. the Fountain Grove area of Santa Rosa was the higher end area up in the hills overlooking the city. Some of the lots have great city views of the twinkling lights in the evening. Uh, as opposed to uh, the Coffee Park, which a lot of uh, uh, listeners probably heard that 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 term, that is a, a more middle class uh, uh, neighborhood where several hundred homes uh, Burnt, And I think we're going to have some numbers today from uh, I think it's from Nam. You've got articles on some of the rebuild numbers in the Coffee Park area, which is more right in the middle of downtown Santa Rosa, as opposed to Fountain Grove, which, again, was the kind of the high end, more forested area, which, uh, you know, lost lost much of those beautiful oak trees and, of course, many hundreds of homes.
5: Yeah, I attended an event this week and it was the okay one year later, what's going on in in, um, you know, after the fire? And Mm -hmm. a couple of stats. And I'm not sure if these are necessarily limited to Coffee Park or... Are in general okay. but uh, and I think this number is a uh, coffee part 50 homes completed good Built.
3: Fi- so only 50 I, that's an only 50 out. really right. if you
5: think a year later 50 homes out of
3: approximately how many 5,000 uh, well 5,000 total well, 1,200
0: lost in coffee right.
5: 1,200 okay but uh, 50 out of 1,200 yeah wow. and 4%. they expect 200 to be completed a total of 200 by the end of this year hmm. so in the next six weeks seven weeks that's or good, so good. they'll finish another 150 they're expecting 80 800 to be completed by the end of next year, 2019. Yeah, it'll right. pick up steam. Permits um, or homes that have gone or completed the permitting process mm-hmm. that will be next in line to be built, 280. And I think in general, 700 under construction in the greater That's good. Um, marketplace. Did, did they
4: mention anything about Fountain Grove? How many have been per- completed or how many have been permitted?
5: No, I didn't get that. I'm not sure if that 700 currently under construction, I think, yeah. includes maybe includes well, anecdotally. Grove. I'll tell you, I drove through there two
3: Saturdays ago, and there are not many homes no. under reconstruction, relatively speaking. No. Um, so, which you might expect, given that those were larger lots, higher-end homes, um, probably a lot of families working through their insurance companies to try to think about, right. you know, determine whether they actually could rebuild, and then off, yeah. and then making the hard decision that, you know, maybe it's time to, to, to use Add this, something. to take this opportunity
5: to move on. And when you were first on our show, um, the statistic was that 60% of the claims still hadn't been... Yeah. How, how uh, is resolved. that
4: found? Do you know? I, I, I'm not sure. Okay. But, uh, I, I thought wa- you were the trivia expert. That's true.
3: <laughs>
5: That's an insurance <laughs> <But> question. <laughs>
4: here, here's the other really alarming statistic is that um, after a fire— the insurance company is only going to allow two years of rental occupancy. Hmm. They're going to only reimburse two years. So those people who have been fire victims, now the clock is ticking. They have 11 months
5: left
4: of a reimbursement. And so some serious action will happen on their behalf. A, they might take the insurance money. B, they might rebuild. Or C, they might take the insurance company uh, money and move out of the area. Uh, That would be sad. You want to see as many people stay and rebuild.
2: Well, someone would probably build on there, right? If they sell it, they're going to sell it to somebody who's going to want to rebuild.
4: There is, uh, I ran the front Grove data, and there is a large number, uh, I think about 80 homes available, 80 vacant lots available in that market. Hmm. So, And it really is, the decider is size, view. Elevation, and in some cases, uh, realtors are pitching the fact uh, some of these locations don't have HOA, which is homeowners association right. dues. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey guys,
2: we're going to cut to another break. We come back. Want to continue on there, Nam? You got a special deal of the week you want to share with us? Absolutely. All right. Okay. Here's our second uh, question. What is the sport in the movie The Hustler? And if you remember the movie The Hustler, mm. right? Mm. Jackie Gleason in the original, I believe. Mm -hmm. What sport is the what, what is the sport in the movie The Hustler? All right. Uh, call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller and you'll win that uh, tanning certificate. Hey, want to make a m- quick mention here also for Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. Yum. Love that Ooh. pizza. <clears throat> Got to gotta go there. Right on 4th Street, yep. Miracle Mile, Mountain Mike's Pizza. All right. Uh, don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back.
1: You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown.
2: Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here, along with Mark Honf and Nam Phan, trivia question number two what is the sport in the movie the hustler now mark before when we hold on before when we asked you about uh the re- american revolution off air you thought it was hawaii but you were 200 <laughs> years off i'm just kidding you okay what's, what's the sport in the movie is the hustler? it billiards yeah well yeah pool no. pool or billiards that is correct great billiards. movie great, got great one movie. billiards <laughs>
5: yeah. billiards i Remember? always go by pool billiards is so well formal. that's a different
2: game billiards is a different game but we would accept Billiards or a pool, in fact, do mm-hmm. you remember uh, the uh, Clampets and Beverly Hill Yeah. They said we 're going to shoot some billiards and <laughs> where 's the get their guns to shoot some billiards <laughs> wow, okay. those darn billiards <laughs> All right, so we uh, have in the studio here uh, Bruce Ford, who is a certified residential appraiser are you going to give us your fifteen minutes of fame there?
4: I am or- uh, just to recap, I, I cover Marin Napa and Sonoma counties, and this is the, my home territory. I found it. I have most experience. And uh, these gentlemen realize these markets are very complex. They're very expensive, and uh, our audience, you know, they want to they want to be in a great area. We have great quality of life. I think this is a terrific area. So the reason I, I said I want to go drop back twenty years and go where were we twenty years ago, 1998? Well, for those with long memories, you know, we're in the midst of uh, the dot com boom. Oh, yeah. Everybody was like buying these companies with. Dot com behind their name pets.com you know, pets.com yep. little sock puppet and so forth <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Webvan. Webvan. web van oh my like, Webvan. these are all i of, own that stock okay, dang all, it
4: all, <laughs>
2: all <laughs> <did you? laughs>
3: he still owns it okay, <laughs> right, mm-hmm.
2: it's worth zero all of it he's, yeah. waiting, he's waiting for his dividends uh, right. go ahead
4: all oh, on me. the rebel heap uh the rubble heap of lost money yep. that yeah, we want yes. along forgot <laughs> so anyway, uh, I actually bought my first house during that period, and I still have it. So that was the good thing. But, I mean, if you look for, uh, everything started to happen gradually. But our most horrific accident, you know, disaster was the 9-11. Mm-hmm. But out of that came low interest rates because they wanted the country yeah. to get back together, to get back to buying and stuff like that. And then within two years, the big refi boom happened yep. in o two, o three, o four. Mm-hmm. People were racing in. Properties were appreciating rapidly, uh, you know, people would be on the doorstep, you know, writing offers furiously on a Sunday night in the dark.
3: Right. And more importantly, banks were um, competing against each other to make easier and easier to qualify loan programs yes. in mm-hmm. that era, post 9-11, up through uh Until the crash.
4: Until the crash. And that, even up in 07, where I called the frosting money or the dumb money was coming in, and I could see the market had definitely peaked and was on the way downhill. And I thought, I was telling my friends, I don't, this is not going to go end well. Mm. And then the worst of the worst was 100% loans. Because as soon as that happened, I mean, this was just a recipe for disaster.
3: Yep. Yep. and there were so, junior liens. I remember there was a junior lien program that you could get a, up to 125% of the, of the appraised that. value of your house because they believed that mm-hmm. real estate was mm-hmm. going to continue to appreciate. Mm-hmm.
4: There's this thing called skin in the game. You <coughs> <Yeah. guys. laughs> exactly. If you don't have any skin in the game, I mean, you're, you're going to walk away at the first hiccup, be it divorce health episode yep, yeah. layoff
2: well let me ask mark um on that for the loans that you do in pacific private money obviously we know you don't do 100 percent loans. Um, what ltv do you generally look at well and that's
3: so that's a great question we're because a lot of people when i introduce myself and i say I'm a, I'm a private money lender oh you mean hard money yeah you can call it that we don't call it that anymore but you know hard money loans private money loans alternative real estate loans and Oftentimes people will believe that oh you do risky loans meaning you'll loan up to hundred percent well no we don't in fact actually that's almost rarely was done even even in the heyday of 20 years ago it's still really uh, private lenders generally were more conservative than banks and we mm-hmm. still are today in fact at Pacific Private Money we generally won't make a loan higher than 70% of the value of the home today uh, or if you've got multiple real estates and that's one of the things that sets apart the types of loans we do banks generally like to make one loan on one property you could have multiple properties and we'll make you one loan secured by two or three properties but as long as the combined loan to value is uh, is 70% or below. We really solve for equity. We want skin of yeah. the game. We want equity. Heck, we're using private capital. These are private investors, and we don't want to lose their money. We're a fiduciary for them. And so we, we want to make loans to people that have a, have a need for the money, but we also want to make lo- loans to people who've got a viable exit. That's the thing that's probably yep. different today than uh, 15 years ago in, in hard money's heyday. Back then, if there was equity in the property, the lender generally didn't care if they had an exit strategy or not. They'd make the loan, and if you didn't pay, they'd foreclose and take your property. Yeah, but there's so right. many regulations right. now. Today, right. There's, right, there's a lot of regulations that discourage lenders from loaning to own. So we're not a loan-to-own lender. <laughs> we solve for the exit strategy. So when someone makes a loan, it's like, well, you know, how long do you need the money? And we like to hear... You know, usually a year or less. That's our favorite type of loan. They're either going to sell the property uh, using the loan we make them to improve the property or uh, they've got a conventional exit uh, once they've either cleaned up their credit or they've gotten maybe a new job and they need timing or seasoning. And before I forget, because I know we're going to turn to you for a minute, Mark, how do people get a hold of you if
2: they either want uh, to borrow money from Pacific private money or if they want to invest with you?
3: That's right. So we we take private capital from people who uh, participate in what's called alternative investment strategies. In fact, I got an article I'm going to share a little bit later in the show uh, about alternative investments that was just published recently that I think is very interesting. So we take private capital from private people who like to earn above average yields with safety and security features of a mortgage, and we lend it to people who have a short term need for that money. Uh, We basically rent other people's capital. That's what we're in business of. We're doing the bank. We direct yep. the flow of capital at Pacific Private Money. To get a hold of us, uh, our phone number, 415-883-2150, right here in the Bay Area, 415 883 2150, or go to our website where all of our email addresses and phone number are prominently displayed as well as our pictures and bios and information about our company. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com When we come from, back from
2: break, uh, Nam, I want you to go through an example of a loan that the uh, sure. deal of the week so that yep, the audience yep. can hear it. And Bruce, also before we cut to break, if people wanted to get a hold of you for getting an appraisal, how, how would they get a hold of you?
4: So, uh, I can be hired on mm-hmm. situations that are on the back of my card, and Edward's going to flip it over and show it to me.
2: There we go. <laughs> Divorces, estate, bankruptcy, property tax appeal, prenups, Casualty losses, specialty properties, uh, and appraisals for pre listing. That's, That's good. right.
4: We, what I want to do is uh, make sure your audience understands those situations, I can be hired directly. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go out and go to conventional loan from Wells Fargo or whatever, they're going to hire their own appraiser who's on their list. So, and Can the, we hint to them that we want you? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that contact information is 707 732 6403. My email is really easy. Ford at yahoo.com.
2: Very good. Okay, here's the last trivia question. Which two public figures were assassinated in the U.S. in 1968? Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back.
1: For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW.
2: Welcome back to the Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hunt, and I'm fond of Pacific Private Money. Third trivia question, which two public figures were assassinated in the U.S. in 1968? I'm going to look to Mark again. <laughs> Come on.
3: Bring so, it home. One of those Kennedys. Yep. And Martin Luther
2: King Jr. Yes, Robert Kennedy and Martin Luther Kennedy. King. Very good. You got two out of three this time. All right. Uh, again, quick mention here for the Transcendence Theater. Uh, they are going to be doing their special holiday uh, program at Luther Burbank in Santa Rosa. Phenomenal show. Check them out. Transcendence Theater. Uh, BestNightEver.org, I believe, is their website. Okay. Uh, Bruce, you, uh, you were going to mention something about 10 years ago today, this quarter. 10 quarter. years ago.
4: Yeah. Uh, uh, weirdly, strangely, oddly, 10 years ago today, I was laid off on my job as a bank appraiser. Hmm. And this quarter, meaning September, October, and November— of 2008 were disastrous. We were in the middle of a presidential election. John McCain made the famous words, I'm going to suspend my campaign and go back to Washington. You know what I mean? The, the country was in free fall. The banks were closing down. Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns. Oh, yeah. It was right. a very edgy, scary time. And people were talking about depression and negative things. Just a very dark moment. Now, fast forward 10 years later, where are we at now? Robust unemployment, jobs created, record jobs created, record GDP. It's it's just like dark night and brilliant sunlight day, and that's it. So I want to share with your audience what's happened in ten years yeah. if you're within yeah. Yeah. Uh, the sound of my voice. Let's say you invested in uh, a Marin property ten years ago. Well, believe it or not, it actually went down twelve percent between '08 and '09. That sunk down to six hundred and ninety-four thousand. Wow! But if you waited the ten years yeah. toward today. How, Edward, how much would you have made it on a median house in Marin?
2: Uh, on an average annual yield, compounded 7.2% because it doubled <laughs> okay. in 10 years.
4: Well, according to the median, which is half above, half below, that's 50%. So the median Marin house is now 1050000 1, one mm, Wow. Okay. Yes, pretty, exactly. Pretty
2: so you made, that's about a 6%
4: compounded exactly. return. Exactly. Okay, fair enough. Now, if you decide to go in two other markets that we, we love, uh, NAPA. Back 10 years ago, the median price was six hundred. Excuse 390000 yeah, 300. mm. So if you decide to hang on and buy a couple rentals, what would they be worth today, roughly? Seven fifty. Very good. Six thirty three. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that is a 62% appreciation. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty that's good. That's really very good. Yeah. Now, here's the killer. Sonoma. If you decided 10 years ago, wow, this is a great price point. It's dark. I can't. Uh, am I going to make an investment here? Everything's yeah. happening. That's dark and uh, yeah, troubling. Yeah, yeah. It's with a three hundred nineteen thousand dollars was the median price in Sonoma County today. That price is Edward
5: 680. Uh, 620. 60,
4: 609, 609. Three, no, okay. representing a ninety one percent appreciation. Wow. So. There's plenty of money to be made in North Bay real estate in the last 10 years if you had the wherewithal to hang on. That's the challenge.
3: If so many people, especially people in real estate, hmm, myself included, (laughs) didn't have much in the way of cash to take advantage of those. now. Interestingly enough, 10 years ago, uh, a little more than 10 years ago, was when I decided to go out and start my own company. And then everything happened in the Q4 of 2008. And I started wondering to myself, hmm, maybe now was not a great time to go into business for myself. As it turned out, the silver lining was... There were a lot of people who were with skills, contractors, real estate investors, yeah. looking to take advantage of lowering real estate or declining real estate prices. But
2: nobody and, knew. I mean, it's great to talk about what in the last ten years. But who, yeah. who had the crystal ball to say, "Oh, sure. I know well, it's going to go ninety knew. percent"? Nobody
3: knew. Yeah. And so, so yeah. So I went into business with Pacific Private Money so that I could find money for people who were looking for money in order to take advantage of what they saw as opportunities: foreclosure opportunities and buying up distressed okay. houses.
2: So now we're going turn it over to nom for a minute here because mm-hmm. i want to get into a deal the week it wasn't a foreclosure that kind of situation fix the right. flip but nope. uh it's an interesting um scenario you have here for a borrower
5: yeah i mean and it kind of goes back to what we're talking about right now you know what's happened in the last 10 years um the other side of that is you know the banks suffered because they were making bad loans and due to regulations um to the benefit of you know the industry uh for some you know the Bank regulations have swung the other way, Mm -hmm. but that means that there's a lot more, uh, the people who are getting loans with banks are much more highly qualified, Mm -hmm. but that also excludes quite a few people who are qualified for bank financing, but just aren't getting it for one reason or another, and that's been a boon to us. So for a deal of the week, I mean, I kind of think sometimes this is a repeat, but for us, uh, it's also a good thing. These are the kinds of deals that we see all the time. High FICO borrowers, in this case, it was a couple. One's a doctor. And the other one's a professional as well. FICO's near 800, yeah. and they own a home that's worth uh, 1.9 million. It's a townhome in Mountain View. Townhome 1.9 million. <laughs> <laughs> Believe that. And they want to uh, purchase uh, another home in uh, Los Altos, but they can't sell the home first. The the townhome first. Uh, in order to capture the purchase. So what do they do? They come to us because of speed and the ability to cross-collateralize. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, in this case, it was a fire drill. You know, this is a deal we had to close in originally seven days. I think we closed wow. it in, in 10 days. Wow. For $1.1 $1. 1 we cross-collateralized against uh, the two properties, which is um, something that—or uh, $2.1 excuse me— um, something that uh, banks don't do. So a number of things. Banks don't cross-collateralize. They can't close that quickly, and uh, for us, you know, we were able to provide a CLTV loan of seventy percent or seventy one percent, and that kind of something to to reiterate what Mark mentioned earlier. You know, we need that skin in the game. That's that's one of the big drivers of yeah. of our decisions. Mm-hmm. We don't do ninety percent. Learn the value. Borrowers coming in with that kind of credentials, mm-hmm. high down yeah, payment, it, yeah, because high FICO. If
2: they're they're cross collateral cross collateralized, um, they they might just have to drop the price of their house enough so that they get some money out rather than lose it in foreclosure.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, something's better than nothing.
5: Yeah, so we close quickly. Uh, I'm sure we'll get paid off when they sell their townhome, which uh, you know, still in the South Bay, it's uh, a strong market. And we'll get uh, paid down and paid off shortly. So, Very other deal
3: the week, and these are all you know um, examples that we give every week in the best of investing of people who come to us. It, it astounds people who haven't ever borrowed money from a hard money lender or a private lender that we make loans to people with oftentimes 800 FICO scores. So it's not a credit issue. It's not that they have one foot in bankruptcy. It's not that they're trying to refinance a half a million dollars of credit card debt. It's usually that they just run out of time.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, this other one I was going to mention is the uh, house that they want to purchase for 825000 and they're putting down 500000 and they can't get a $325,000 bank loan. And it's because their income hasn't been seasoned enough right. with the
5: bank. Yeah. You know, and both of these are what we call hard money situations, not hard money borrowers. And that's yes. a big difference. Yeah. Right. Transactional distress, not
3: personal financial distress, which is why the quality of our loans are so good. Very good. Uh, let's see. And, you, and your company's done like a half a billion dollars in. I just updated the numbers recently. We've actually gone over five hundred and twenty-five million. Wow. So we wow. not only cracked uh, the half a billion mark, but we're well on our way to the to the big B. The big B. <laughs> I want to <laughs> hear the big T. Trillion. Yeah, um, right. and, uh, how many different loans? Like fifteen hundred. About fifteen hundred loans. Um, almost uh, most of them here in Northern California. So we are a regional expert. We're we're an alternative finance provider that focuses regionally. We're not uh, nationwide. And why you would care is if you're an investor with us. You want to know that we're making loans secured by properties in neighborhoods that we understand. And really quickly before we go to break, this is my favorite part. How many losses? Zero. Zero. It's my favorite number. Okay.
1: Don't
2: touch that dial. The Best of Investing
1: will be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com more in a moment on am 1220 kdow you're listening to the best of investing on am 1220 kdow once again your host edward brown welcome
2: back to the best of investing last time for today i'm edward brown your host along with mark Honf of pacific private money and Nam Phan of pacific private money (laughs) uh mark uh
3: you wanted to. You have an article there. I wanted to sure. share an article from uh, a company based here in San Francisco. and In fact, they're a company that we at Pacific Private Money know very well because we are engaging with U.S. Capital Global uh, based in San Francisco to help us increase our exposure for the fund and help us get uh, approved on certain brokerage platforms. That's their promise to us. Uh, we're basically going to them to accelerate our capital raise in the Pacific Private Money Fund. And they've written some very good articles over – the past couple of years and one that just came out this past week was their top five reasons to invest in the non-conventional investment sector today. Uh, that non-conventional investment sector is just another word for alternative investments. And uh, I, I thought it was really interesting how they um, how they uh, they put this forward here. The current economic landscape is marked by modest returns and increased market volatility in this landscape. Focusing on best practices in alternatives, especially private credit securities, which is something we provide at Pacific Private Money, by the way, has the potential to, to deliver higher returns in exchange for a little less liquidity, but not necessarily increased risk. Investors will each have their own unique set of needs, but here are five reasons uh, why registered investment advisors, family offices, and individual investors like you uh, should consider diversifying into private equity and private debt. And, of course, private debt is something we specialize in at Pacific Private Money. And their top five reasons are ones you would expect. There's, you know, number one is um, there's rapid growth in alternatives, uh, and we've seen that at, at Pacific Private Money. More and more people are becoming exposed to the opportunity to earn above market uh, yields for below market risk. Uh, number two, uh, a wide selection of what they consider investment grade alternatives. And again, we believe at Pacific Private Money, our fund, the Pacific Private Money Fund, does is uh, an investment grade uh, alternative and that's because we have a, a very low weighted average loan to value and virtually all of the assets are secured by California mortgages. Number three, reduced portfolio volatility. We all know what happening in the stock market right now and bond yields are getting hammered so uh, in in volatile markets Those types of investments that are not correlated to the stock markets or bond markets include things like mortgage pool funds uh, and other alternative investments. Number four, potential for enhanced overall returns. And again, this gets back to you can earn above market yields for below market risks. And that's the thing. People, you tell someone 8% and oftentimes they'll tell you that sounds risky. But you know what? The risk profile is actually less than that of stocks and particularly many bond portfolios today. And then number five, uh, RIAs can retain their advisory position over alternative assets. And so if you're an RIA listening, uh, oftentimes you can't get paid for referring alternatives. uh, But in alternative, uh, certain mortgage pool funds and other alternatives are uh, more and more alternatives are being added to uh, those um, types of investments that can actually be referred to on a platform like uh, Merrill Lynch, Schwab, TD Ameritrade, and others, and uh, we expect the Pacific Private Money Fund to be added to many of those in the coming months, so stay tuned for those announcements. Again, how how do people get a hold of you? Uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's the best place to find information about our company, our phone numbers, our email addresses, our bios, and uh, very transparent. Uh, We like to be out there, and uh, our LinkedIn profiles, everything is Reachable from PacificPrivateMoney.com. dot com. Very good,
2: Bruce Ford. Thank you again for joining us. We'll have to have you on again. Thoughts for the day: When you are going through something hard and wonder where God is, remember that the teacher is always quiet during a test. I like that. Mm-hmm. And don't compare your accomplishment to others. Remember, success is a fight between you and yourself. Mm-hmm. Ah.
1: or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader.